0: Welcome to another episode of Subo Tours. We are your hosts. I'm Misha. I'm MJ. And I'm Anjo. We are here to talk about movies. Something we love. Something we know you guys love. And today, we have a really good one for you. But before we get to that, let's uh, see how everyone's doing. Uh, how are you guys? MJ, Anjo, how you doing? I'm good.
1: good. Oh, Anjo and I were talking about this um, serial killer documentary on Netflix. And then we just snowballed from there. <laughs> <gasps> we should do an episode in the future on serial killers. Yes, I swear, that'll be yep. so fun.
2: Whether whether be whether it be a documentary about a serial killer or a biopic about a serial killer, I'd be game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It got so mm-hmm. it got so mm-hmm. I don't. Know, it got to a point where I had to to I told I told MJ to subscribe to this YouTube channel that I subscribe because this, this guy just tells you stories about crime uh, crime stories and murder cases. It's just fascinating.
0: Fun. I've actually been watching this one where this girl does her makeup while telling ghost stories.
1: Oh, yeah. I see that. I I, I occasionally (laughs) see that on Facebook. She talks Mm -hmm. about either ghost stories or like true true crime crime
2: stuff. Ooh, ooh, ooh. send me a
1: link.
0: I want to subscribe. Yeah, so she'll be doing her makeup for like 20 minutes and she's telling you the scariest, weirdest, grossest, Murder things. It's awesome. weird. That's so weird. It right is, <laughs> <up my laughs> but it's it's so fascinating
1: because you're just watching her do her makeup, mm-hmm. and you yeah, just. I think see it
2: helps her... that she's rich. She's yeah. So it's very. It's like this. It comes off as this very conversational thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of BuzzFeed Unsolved, but well, bef- well, when Ryan and Shane Buzz... were still there, they were so entertaining, oh. yeah. both Supernatural and True Crime. Yeah. Anyway,
0: <laughs> there's something fun about true crime. I don't know what it is, but I, I, when when you start, you just can't stop. And, mm-hmm. and what I really don't like is when they don't know how it ends. When they don't they 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 don't know where the killer is, they haven't caught them yet, and I'm like, well, that's a horrible way to end the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't ended yet. You just have to wait for the sequel. <laughs> 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 no, but like the Black Dahlia murder. Mhm. That 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 time is what, what roughly hundred years old now. Jeez, I was going to say eighty, and then I remember what year it is. Yeah, it's about hundred or near near hundred years old now. Oh, dang. how is it twenty twenty already? Twenty twenty one. Twenty
0: twenty one. Oh yeah, it is.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs>
2: He's been hibernating. He's been hibernating like usually good.
0: Unfortunately done. I've been a i have been I was around for twenty twenty and it honestly felt like it wasn't gonna end. So yeah, I apologize for that. Well
1: yeah. it doesn't seem like it ended anyway because a lot of shit's still happening. So like, no. have you guys it's like an, you guys, an
2: extension of it. Yep. Have you guys have you guys seen what's happened to Indonesia? Like the plane crash, right? Then um, a volcano apparently exploded in Indonesia as well.
0: Oh dang. It's, 2021 yeah. is um it's 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 gunning for the title it's gunning mm-hmm. for <laughs>
2: well tw- uh, 2020 did have some you know good things like
0: the lakers winning a championship <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, we'll, we'll give you that one okay <laughs> <laughs> it made you happy yes it did
1: <laughs> hey but at least we're starting 2021 at least with a really good movie to talk about Absolutely, That's, and I'm so glad. Like this was the first movie I've seen in 2021, as opposed to 2020's Cats. So this is a big improvement
0: already. Wait, Cats was the first movie you saw,
1: yes,
0: and it was That's the last movie 2020... you saw before the lockdown.
1: No, it wasn't. Thankfully, oh, no, The
2: I think the last movie MJ saw was Wonder Woman 84.
1: <laughs> that was the last one. So <laughs> she... I end, I started and oh. ended real shitty. She ended, but it at least with... I started.
0: Yeah.
1: She, she ended it with another cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. What is with 2020 and cats? It's, it didn't leave me alone. So until you started the end of the year. and you
0: ended the year with scary CGI cat people.
1: Yes. But at least this one has a cat, a really cute one.
0: Okay. Today, uh, yeah. we are talking about Pixar's latest animated feature. It is called Soul. Yay! Yay! And um we'll talk about it a little bit up front and then later we'll go into spoiler territory. What did I say? Territory? Terry Territory. Terry Terry. It's territory. A spoiler town. That's where Termituri.
1: we're going. Oh, <laughs> I want <chimichurris. laughs> I want chicken.
0: I'm so sorry. You just I, fall. I also would like chicken. What the heck? Termituri. You know what? We don't need movie sponsors. What we want are food sponsors at this point. I know, That's... right? <laughs> that
2: yeah, I mean, like the best food to eat while watching a movie at home since we can't go to cinemas now anyway.
0: Oh man. <laughs> when we get fans, somebody please send us food. <laughs> <laughs> we, we promise we'll we'll mention you by name if you send us food.
1: <laughs> he said you yes.
2: Mm.
0: Now I want tacos. I hate you, my MJ. <laughs> you know what I want? I want pizza. Ooh, we're oh. ordering pizza. Ooh. Yeah. I think we're, I'm, I think You're I'm ordering, ordering pizza. For the weekend. Ooh. There's
2: this great... um, Hold on. I got to ask my wife... Welcome to
1: our food podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I think we're going to have... Back
0: to the movie.
2: Okay, okay. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to the movie. Soul is Pixar's new animated film. It stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. As a uh, Jamie Foxx plays a music teacher who has always dreamed of hitting the big time in the jazz scene, and he's about to get his big break when, unfortunately, and this is in every trailer, he dies.
1: No.
2: Spoiler.
0: No, just kidding. It's in every trailer. <laughs> it is in every trailer. <laughs> and That's when it. he dies, he decides that he's not quite ready to go yet. So the movie is about how he tries. To get back to his body on earth before time runs out um what did you guys think
1: I loved it I cried, and if you didn't cry, are you even
2: human I just, I this movie it, it connected with me so much i don't know maybe it's 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 the age <laughs>
0: yeah that's what do what? you mean what do you mean the age it, it, <laughs> without,
2: hmm without i don't know i'm I'm, I'm 12 years old <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aren't you too young to have a podcast? No. um, Aren't you too young to know who Brie Olson is? Aren't you young to have a wife? (laughs) Who is pregnant?
2: Okay, (laughs) back, 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 back to the topic. Back to the topic, back to the topic. Okay, Um, young man. Oh, shucks.
0: Sure, kid. Go ahead. What do you mean, shucks? What are you, a 12-year-old from the 50s?
2: (laughs) Gee, willikers,
0: I am. Yeah. (laughs) Golly!, <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, but, but seriously, this this movie resonated with me so much. You, you know how sometimes in growing up or you know in life Wow, can't believe I can actually say that now. You, you tend to believe that you, you have, you're, you're, you're destined to do one thing, and then you realize that it's not really fulfilling, or there's something missing that you need to go back to and reevaluate what you've gone through to actually find out what you really want to do or what will truly make you happy. So it's, yeah, it's, that. it's that's just as be. simple as that. That's that's,
0: heavy.
2: <laughs> that's why this movie resonated with me so much.
1: <laughs> and you you could see it, you know, Disney, Pixar, animated films are usually <laughs> targeted towards kids. But this is like the one I felt that this is not for kids. This, this is for people experiencing a quarter or midlife crisis of some sort. And it, will, will the kids get it? I don't know. They might find the whole adventure part later on pretty fun yeah. but i don't think it's really gonna sink into them like what it really means to not know what your life is all about
2: <laughs> I, I think uh, it's I, it's basically the adult version of inside out or a more mature take of what inside works. out is like kind of I, um it's a different perspective definitely you know
0: um, um, um what what i liked about it was it's like the very best of it's pix it's Prime Pixar, honestly. It's them yeah. doing something that's for the whole family and everybody takes something away from it. But they all enjoy it in their own mm-hmm. ways. And this, the fact that this one had something to say about life and passion and work and, and, and uh, you know, the human condition. I mean, I did not expect all those things to hit as hard as they did, especially mm-hmm. from a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But going to what MJ said about how maybe kids might not um, um, get as much from it. Yes, granted. But apparently, it, it's amusing enough. Uh, my, my friend yeah. in Australia, her, her baby has had this movie on loop. Basically, Aww. since it dropped on Disney Plus over Christmas. Her baby? <laughs> she, I don't think the kid knows what she's watching. But she gets mad when you change the channel.
1: Oh, that's so that's cute.
0: cute.
1: I mean, Well, like, it does have very eye-catching animation anyway. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's enough to please the kids.
2: It, there, there's that. Also, I think uh, prior to this podcast, Nisha and I were discussing about this sweet I think we saw it before you did, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we uh, needed
0: a palate cleanser after Wonder Woman 84. Yes. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> anyway, I think Nisha and I were messaging about it and he said, um, this movie has so much meaning. It had so much depth into it, but it was presented in such a way that it would have made it easy to understand even for kids which is why Pixar's been killing it the past mm-hmm. few years with movies like these. Definitely. Killing it
0: like their characters. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I was surprised <laughs> that the thing that Joe. the trailer with Joe dying it, it happens oh. like in the, in the first five minutes. I'm like where do you go from here? They did that and for and up to you know. No, look okay look at this <laughs> remember, right. remember oh, Ellie <laughs> it actually had the same director Pete doctor he did this movie he did up he did inside out basically I think that he, I think he's working through some stuff
2: yeah
1: yeah you okay but, Pete doctor alright? <laughs> you need someone to talk to
2: No, but I like that if ever he is going through something he just pours out all his feelings into the stories he's telling and mm-hmm. that makes it very meaningful I guess uh I I think all right all right writers or directors put so much meaning and emotion into what they're working on and to their work uh tend to make you know probably their
0: best work. Hmm. I that makes me feel sad now that you mention it because apparently this is going to be the last movie he'll be directing for a long while because Why? Uh, because now he is the full-time CCO of Pixar. What's the Ooh. C? I mean there's what's a C? Chief Chief Creative Creative. Creative. Okay. So he's in charge of all their productions now, not just his projects. Boo. Well,
2: but that's
1: a that's a good direction for them. At least he will be like overseeing everything and will take it to a good direction if ever. Hopefully, whoever directs the future films will also have the same creativity. But at least he's there to guide them.
2: But I thought he was wearing the big boy pants in Pixar, but now he's wearing the you know bigger boy pants. The biggest
0: boy pants.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, like... Long time right hand man for John Lasseter, who you know, as we all know, had to vacate his position
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: he did. due to some you know very oh. controversial accusations.
0: That is true, but Awkward I laugh. understand. I mean, just looking at their upcoming lineup, you know, Pixar has got a lot of interesting stuff on the way. Um, not, not. Uh, I, I know you're thinking of Raya and the Last Dragon, but that's actually a, a, that that's that's a straight up Disney picture, I think. I'm, I'm talking about stuff like Luca and turning red, and of course, the one that was that excited everybody would be Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, his origin story. This was this was supposed to be this a separate. It's not going to be related to the Toy Story huh. universe, right? It's going to be an origin right. story for the character of Buzz Lightyear,
0: mm-hmm. which is what not I thought the, the old Buzz Lightyear Star Command cartoon was. But I guess yeah. this is completely different from that.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, well. Well, the cartoon was
2: more of like an adventures of Buzz Lightyear type thing. Who knows? We don't. Know, we only know so much about this project. They might be bringing characters from that cartoon to this movie. That is true.
0: That Will is they true. have
1: green aliens?
2: Yes.
0: That love. That love. love. <laughs> <laughs> but back to soul. Um, I really like the way Jamie Foxx plays Joe. Um, we all know that Jamie Foxx is a talented musician in his own right. You know, you've mm-hmm. seen him in more than one movie doing his own singing, dancing, playing the piano and all that stuff. And here, I think that musical background really comes through his passion for music. You can hear it in his voice that he believes the things yeah. that he's saying uh, yeah. when he's talking about his love of jazz.
2: Because this Jamie Foxx, guy who played Ray Charles. guy who's, true. A, who's actually a recording artist.
0: Yeah. the <laughs> guy who drove around an assassin in Collateral. Wait. <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. I'm sorry. Mm. But,
1: well, I also love the musical aspect of aspect of it. Because I'm not a big fan of jazz. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I can listen to it, but never on loop. Mm-hmm. But I love how the music here, they picked it really well for even non-jazz lovers to appreciate. And you know how he'd have his moments where he'd get lost in the music, close his eyes, and you're feeling the exact same thing because the music was just that good.
0: Absolutely. And the visual... The, the 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 visual representation of the different um, areas of where our souls go at different stages of our lives. Mm. I think that was also done really well. Yeah, dude. That blew yep. my mind. No, but, I oh. really, my, my favorite one there was um, when you're in the zone, where mm-hmm. your soul goes when you're in the zone. It goes somewhere. Yeah. It's not quite heaven. It's not quite the great beyond, but it's pretty close there. Where you, your your soul just leaves your body because you're in such bliss. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And Graham Norton is there. <laughs> 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 of course he would be. I can't. Where else would he be? <laughs> I, I, I can't even. I can't,
2: <laughs> I can't. even express how much I, I, those things, uh, how much I enjoyed their their, their representation of those things is. I never could have imagined that. You know, like. Mm-hmm. How, how, how can Pete Doctor think of all of these things to represent where your soul is going to be, or what you know? when you're in such bliss or you know you're so happy or you find
0: meaning in it it's hard to do that it really looks like he's been thinking about this stuff for a long time
1: yeah it's also kind of like how he structured inside out with the core memories and each mm-hmm. emotion that, that was that, oh, that brilliant was, as well that was mind blowing and this is another example of that that that's it not not necessarily something that's going on inside a person's head but it's mm-hmm. like where you go there are many places that you could go and you could come from this place too before you're even born like where your soul gets nurtured and like mm-hmm. looks for
0: the spark whatever and it's it is something that's just so it's so simple without being simplistic the way they did it and that of course what comes before the great beyond would be called the great before i mean it makes so much <laughs> sense even if none of us ever stopped to think about it before it's sure it's it's wonderful that somebody at pixar did Mm-hmm. And, and they made it for us to see and feel and experience. And it's just wonderful.
1: Yeah. And I love the art style. You could really see the contrast between like earth and whatever worlds there are. So it's like this very bright and just the character design. Like even if, yeah, technically they are like little blue blobs. Like you get it. It's adorable. And the other like people in charge in the grid before. They're just like simple lines. mm mm-hmm. like art. Picasso
0: drawings. Like, exactly. Seriously. Yeah, there
1: you go. It's great. Yeah. They did look like Picasso paintings. And I just love the color palette, the blues and the purples. It's so it's so calming. <laughs> it's so relaxing, yeah. All- I thought
2: the blues and greens and the purples. I, I thought mm-hmm. honestly, at first it would be so dull the It would be that, lab, the whole movie. But it turns out I was wrong. Parang, mm-hmm. This movie is so relaxing. It's like it's, it's the perfect movie to watch when you've had a busy day. And yes. You kind of want to feel good.
1: Mm-hmm. Or and existential crisis. <laughs> either, or, way.
0: Yeah, either way. And even <sighs> if it was like, even if The Great Before consists mainly of these gently rolling hills of pastel colors, um, <laughs> yeah. I like that they were able to find some kind of variety to it. Uh, yeah. Even before we come back to Earth. I mean, even when you're in the great before, all the different areas, they all have their own identity, their own, their own look and feel. Mm-hmm. And it just makes so much sense. I mean, like somebody really put a lot of thought and effort into what, you know, the afterlife and I guess the pre-life, how, uh, uh, how that works, how that looks.
2: Even the yeah. even the the rules of the of the place of the ground, that
0: is just brilliant was, world building. Yes. Yeah. And,
2: and we're talking to you, Patty Jenkins. Rules. <laughs>
1: still, You're still bitter. Upset.
0: Still yeah. bitter.
2: I'm still bitter. Yeah. God, that movie sucks. <laughs> no, I mean, Wonder Woman. We're not talking about Wonder Woman anymore.
0: No, we're not. We're not. All of oh, y'all listening, because you know you all are. Real I, I like. You all must I, have heard that one by now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. What what I, is I like. Curious. Yes. <laughs> and she <Chimichurri>. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> oh, and the animation in The Great Before was just so fluid, too. It was just so mm-hmm. seamless. And like how they were all moving. It's just like water. Yes. Hmm.
2: Like butter. Yeah, but more, more more importantly, I like the character designs of the souls, you know? <laughs> they were so cute a little blue blobs that you cannot hurt. You know they're <laughs> bendable, which you know. Which, <laughs> I, think, I think. I uh, think. Go, going back, like looking back into it, it's so it's so cool that they were moldable. You know they could be reshaped because you know they're still trying to find what their purpose in life is. It's such a good metaphor for what you know. For trying to find your purpose is. You know, you I, bend I, it, you shape it, right?
1: Yeah, That's and pretty, when they go know? to the Great Beyond, they already have their own distinct character designs. Like not just Joe, like even the other people who yeah. die quote unquote, you know, yep. little Asian woman or yeah. like
0: they, they they already were, had their lives. Yeah. <laughs> and and also something that was really nice about it was um it it just made so much sense the way they plotted it out that you have to figure out what your spark is before your you, your soul gets sent to earth to start its life. And Even things like how come how come they're indestructible? Oh, that's because you know uh, you you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for. I'm like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) I love that. Oh my god, it's
1: it's
2: kind
0: of true though. Children, (laughs) I know. I also love.
1: I also love the jokes when they were making the souls. Like, oh, this one's narcissistic. This one is gonna be no. insecure. This one's <laughs> gonna be. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, liked
1: <laughs> it. I, I,
2: I liked it when they were introducing the souls. Yeah, I'm a soul. I'm 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 a bubbly blah 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 blah. And then it comes to the, I'm a maniacal egomaniac blah 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 blah. <laughs> Down for world domination. And I was like, oh, I that's funny. I love that. <laughs> I really do love that. No, but you know, speaking about um you know something different from the world building is that we all know that the story is rooted starts on earth with mm-hmm. joe you know and and he he's from he's from a real place you know he's from new york city aside from the fact that they were able to do some great awesome awesome world building with the great before you know and the great beyond and those other concepts about you know um ethereal stuff Mm-mm. i haven't seen an animated feature you know new york city has been featured on different animated movies because it's new york it's one of the you know, one one of the most well known cities, cities it's one of the greatest cities ever
1: where dreams are made of there's nothing you can do <laughs> sorry
2: yeah I but help you know it. like there was no there's no other animated movie that's captured the the heart and soul of what new york city is like watching okay. watching all the scenes that they did in new york you know even this 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 movie even portrayed New York better than the Amazing Spider-Man movies, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, with the busy streets and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, all the small like even even just like the smaller parts of New York, not necessarily like the Times Square side that you know is. Very popular in many many films. Yeah. This is just like oh the little small neighborhoods, small businesses, and the, the yeah, hole in the wall it, places. It, it
2: actually looks like like one of those areas that's been gentrified in New York. comparing it's all those small apartments on the ground floor, and then they turned it into like those cool jazz clubs.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, I'm, it's, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really explored New York City. Um, I only had to like. Passed by there on a layover once. <laughs> so I don't think that really counts. But no. I will take your word for it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. It is very accurate and very lively. I do love the browns in the color palette too.
0: Mm-hmm. It's what very, I It's it. also
1: very calming to the eye. Just, it's, yes. it's a good contrast to how busy it really is. Like you do see the crowds and the chaos from time to time. But I don't know. Just something about the color palette is just like... Um. Ah.
0: I I agree with Anjo on, on like on um, like that you've never really seen New York represented this way before. Because even for me, somebody who who's never really been, um, it's it struck me uh, the way they presented it. It struck me like mm-hmm. it was being done by people who who really knew and loved this place enough that they could distill the essence of it into mm-hmm. a 3D cartoon. So they weren't just you know. It wasn't necessarily a hundred percent accurate. I mean, but yep. I think they got more of the essence of it than anything else. Yes, yeah. yes,
2: I agree. It it was yeah. That's why I said heart and soul. I didn't say I, they they got New York perfectly, like the literal mm-hmm. geography or whatever. The, exactly, no, but it was more of the feel. Like if you watch any other cartoons that's based in New York, you wouldn't get you know, you wouldn't get the same feeling that you would mm-hmm. watching Seoul.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here, because mm-hmm. like what you see in a lot of movies are like the touristy parts. Like, yes. You know, the, right. the Times Square, Time um, Square, Statue of
0: Liberty, et cetera, how, et cetera.
1: Yeah, how it's so such a busy central business district or whatever. But this is more like a zoom in into the small neighborhoods which made you feel like, oh, this is home. It's yep. not perfect, but it's home.
2: Exactly.
0: And you see the...
1: Many places, that Joe goes to his mom's neighborhood, like uh, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: see, She his mom's a seamstress, so their little store and he. They, you see his little barber shop he likes to go to all the time and the little jazz club and the school. It does feel very homey, which you don't see a lot in New York because you're always seeing like the career side, business, money, Wall Street. I think Is that's something also that
0: I really enjoyed about this movie because as much as it's about really big, mind-blowing concepts of life, death, mortality, passions, and you know, time well spent and whatnot, the meaning of life, the meaning of your life, <gasps> it's really a small, intimate story mm-hmm. about these two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one person and a person to be, I guess, because <clears throat> Tina Fey plays... Um, an unassigned soul who has never actually lived. And yeah, Mm -hmm. this is about how the two of them learn to figure out what's really important. (laughs) And that's a soul she's never
2: found her spark. So -hmm. they didn't know how to place her. She didn't want to leave. Right.
1: And that being said, shall we get to (sighs) the spoilery parts? Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. Before we get to the spoilery part, you mentioned the music earlier, didn't didn't you, MJ? Uh, Grant
1: Reznor. yes, and jazz.
2: So,
1: so, so a even good if it's jazz
2: <laughs> and jazz, yes, no, and it's jazz. jazz. It's jazz. Jazz music is not for everyone. It, I understand that it's not for it's not everyone's cup of tea. But this it's movie one, was jazzing. This movie was jazzing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, oh my god, Misha. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but adding to the fact that it was MJ's junior, making that is, not happy me, face. I'm sorry. It's all your fault. <laughs> She might drop jazz, out of Jazz, shut column. up.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> jazz, kidding.
2: <laughs> oh my God. No, but adding, adding to the fact that jazz is such a, you know, jazz is such a big thing in New York. You know, there's such a thing called New York jazz that people know it. This movie perfectly captures that. And it's because of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. You know, these guys, you know, Nine Inch Nails and Atticus Ross basically working on the original score for this movie. Which added to the charm and the feel of the whole… Of the, of the movie. It, it basically… Remember in that Home Alone episode where you said… It's such an intimate movie. It's such a small movie. But you wanted it to make… You wanted that movie to sound big. That's yeah. why they got… Um, John Williams. John Williams for that movie. Much and they couldn't be believe said, it when he said yes. <laughs> right? But much is the same with this movie. How How you want this movie to feel… Has a lot at stake because of the music, but I think
0: wait, but but Resner and they, they they did a lot of the interstitials, but the jazz, yeah. the jazz part was um, Stephen Colbert's band leader, uh, Questlove. She
2: still, don't, need the still don't know his name. Questlove, huh? That's his name? It's, it's Questlove. Well, oh yes, yes, Questlove. Questlove. Huh. Oh, he yeah. was all, he was also the voice of the the student who became the drummer for one of really? the characters. Oh, yes. nice. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I I love the contrast here because when you're on Earth, you hear more of the jazz, but then you get more of the industrial, Trent Reznor stuff when you you're in the before.
2: because <laughs> no, you'd have <laughs> to make it sound so. Way. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to expect some ethereal sounds, Yeah, so but he
1: toned it down in a way that's not very Trent Reznor. Not you know, industrial. i not No, I mean like because it's
2: <laughs> in industrial. Not like
1: that. Yeah, but it, it's. It's much simpler in a way that it fits the atmosphere of the great before. Yeah. It's not like what you usually hear from him, but mm-hmm. it's still him. You know what I mean? It's different, but still him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Them, sorry, and Atticus Ross, sorry. <laughs> so and with,
0: Atticus Ross. <laughs>
2: with that, with that said, do we now move on going to going the to spoiler, spoiler town?
1: Parts? Yeah, I
2: <clears throat> my favorite character is Joe as a cat. First spoiler. <laughs> okay, first, that's your first spoiler. Okay,
0: for everyone listening who wants spoilers for some reason, even if you haven't seen the movie, um, the trailer reveals nothing. You think you know nope. exactly what you're going to get when you go into this movie. You do nope. not. The, the, this movie pulls a rug out from under you, and it becomes a completely different kind of movie once Tina Fey and Jamie Foxx get to Earth.
1: I love Tina Fey so much. She's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and who mentioned this? I think it was Angela. Uh, the SNL besties starred in like both really good Pixar films with Amy like, Poehler and Inside Out. Now you got right. Tina Fey here. It's I right. love yes. it.
2: Yes. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I messaged you about that.
1: <laughs> I know, and I love how she made that joke. Uh, they made that joke because like uh, souls, they don't really have voices, because those are like physical attributes that you get on Earth. Mm-hmm. So when she's talking to Joe, Joe's like, "Why do you sound like a
2: middle-aged aged white, white,
1: white woman?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, because it's annoying. Because it pisses <laughs> people off. <laughs>
2: I like the fact that 22's character has had so many mentors. And among the mentors, oh, were like like… I love
1: that, montage, <laughs> that She got great.
0: Mother Teresa. And she <laughs> all. I know. All these… Abe, Abe Lincoln. Gandhi. <laughs> and, like, and Gandhi oh my... was
2: raging. <laughs>
1: Can you believe like all of these people that you know are like saints in their own right? Or like mm-hmm. these brilliant, amazing people can't seem to like… Get this rebellious little soul
0: (laughs) to get its shit together. I I have a thing. It's like Tina Fey is great in this movie. Why has she not done more voice work?
1: I don't know. Maybe because middle aged white women sound annoying. No, I don't (laughs) know. According according
0: to her. Great voice for animation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's cute. It's cool. I love her. I love her so much. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan. And um, I also love that little mean joke. Girls,
2: palang dapat fan oh,
1: hmm? Well, ever since SNL. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: right. I
1: also, I also love that joke Twenty Two did. Like she likes messing with the <laughs> with the New York Knicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been messing with this team for decades. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Do you
2: guys? I I think I think I think Soul is actually a true story because. When 22 <laughs> left. The Knicks are actually doing good this season. They're exactly. Actually,
0: I think they're number six. They're that's number hilarious. six in the East. I it think. Is, so not the same okay. Timely. So 22 finally found you know peace. <laughs> so, so 22. Fi- 22 finally stopped messing with the Knicks. this season. <laughs> <laughs> That remains to be seen. But so far so good.
1: <laughs> so far so good. Let's see how they
2: really are if they don't. But we suck. do. We do know that the team I from wish- New York that's strong is
0: Brooklyn. It's- yeah, I, gosh. I, say, I was Sorry. surprised that they actually name dropped the Knicks I thought they were just going <laughs> to leave it at the uniforms but no they said it out loud <laughs> no, that's how bad the Knicks were <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean that's they had what almost
2: a decade of being the bottom or the, the worst team in the league
1: Oh, <laughs> poor guys that was you know, hilarious though I
2: believed in the Knicks when Carmelo Anthony was, was traded to them but you know yeah well right have, now I believe in 22 have, messing with them <laughs> yeah, me too. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it makes sense. Pete doctor, are you thing. psychic
0: or something? Um, Do you have some
2: ethereal connections?
0: <laughs> I, I think... He- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, right? But I think that what really gives the movie its whole intimate look and feel is what you guys said earlier, how it shows parts of the city, parts of New York that you don't really see on... On, on you know tourist trips or in other big movies this oh. one is a lot of small moments mm-hmm. and, and the, just to see the characters living these moments I mean this is incredible because like most animated movies for children for families they're just one slapstick gag after another one pop culture reference after another this one is happy to take its time and just let things let the story tell itself because mm-hmm. that's what the
1: story in general is all about. It's like finding the happiness in simplicity and simplicity in little things, and you don't yes. have to like dream too big or don't be too disappointed in yourself if you don't reach these high, ambitious goals of yours. Because it's just like ev- just living and being in the moment and appreciating what you have. That's what the whole thing is about. So the whole simplistic message of it and the whole mood and feel of wherever you are is just perfect.
0: Yeah. What was, um, you, what was your favorite bit? I mean, your favorite moment? There were a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, that Nick's one was one of my favorite jokes though. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, the Nick's joke. Um, the previews of the the souls and what their personalities were once they found their spark. Like the maniacal egomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The manipulative egomaniac or something. Uh, maybe, hmm. I like... Uh, I like the part where uh, it focused more on Joe… Uh, the parts, where it focused more on Joe's relationship with people on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like oh, when yeah. he went to the barber shop… You know, oh and they yeah, were all I talking. love that part. It was so nice. I, you know, to, to add to that… And especially the part where he goes to his mother's um, shop… And they have oh. that conversation about him fulfilling Dude, his dream. Dude, that
0: was heavy. That Man. was heavy.
1: But I love the treatment <laughs> of that. Because yes. by this part, when they are… So somehow, in the story, uh, Joe and 22 eventually find their way to earth. But mm-hmm. then accidentally, Joe falls into a cat's body and 22 <laughs> falls into Joe's body. And it's just hilarious how things unfold. And it's like, Joe is moving like a bumbling idiot. Because like, you're right, 22 doesn't know how to use body parts yet. That makes total sense. Can I just
0: say, I'm sorry. It's like, okay, you fell into my body. Because my body did not have a soul. Why'd I fall into the cat? I'm like, oh, I know the answer to that one. <laughs> oh.
1: It's coming oh. from a dog person. Controversial. <laughs> uh, my
0: girlfriend's a cat. I'm sorry. I love you. Wait, <laughs> moving on. Uh, you no, know, but
2: yeah. I, I also like the part where he was trying to back in the the great before. He was trying to to to, to find or help twenty two find her spark, and he was feeding her all. You know, he got her a slice of pizza in the great before and he was like and twenty two was like, I don't smell anything. It don't doesn't taste like anything here in the great before. They're just supposed to represent the things I could find a passion for. And then mm-hmm. when they get to earth, he buy he cheat. Joe gets twenty-two. A slice of pizza, and she and and twenty two just found it irresistible. Like the smell of it and the taste of it, she was like, "It's okay," but then she just gobbles
0: it up. I, I, I think <laughs> yeah. That that moment is one of those that spoke truest to me because let's let's all be honest. There's nobody who can be made two. unhappy by pizza.
1: New York pizza, yeah. pa. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: New York pepperoni pizza.
2: Just mm. why I'm sad that Nolita had to move to to Alabang. <laughs> It's and not so we're accessible. back to the
1: food podcast. Sorry.
2: No, but I, no, Nolita is the closest thing to New York Pizza.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, okay. SNR
0: likes to say
2: they try. No, but no, but uh, the owners <laughs> of Nolita, the owners of Nolita, kasi, well, food podcast na batayo. Go yeah. ahead. The owners and of Nolita. The owners yes, of Nolita
0: should be uh, on fun my sponsorships. No, no, no. Um, most, of their rest-
2: most of the restaurants they, they own are, are I know, based on New York uh, the New York um, New York concepts like Burrow and right, that, uh, right. oh that, that's man. why they're,
1: that's why the store looks very New York yeah York-y.
2: Burrow, Nolita and um, what's that restaurant here um, uh, near BGS? Um you can do it uh, just uh, a little more bow, the, the Bowery there, there you even, go yeah, there you go so it's all, oh, all why do you York-y. have to
0: say Burrow now I want some warm cookies with milk yeah <laughs> mm. So anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And then at Nolita. Because you mentioned pizza, pizza. After the pizza, I would have a funnel cake. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, funnel cake. I miss <laughs> their funnel cake. I also miss their funnel cake. So oh. we're ordering Nolita then, are we? No. Well,
2: not now. <laughs> <laughs> well, not now. i no. grab Nun from Alabama, guys. Come on. Okay. Sorry for making
1: you listeners hungry. I right. hope so- you're not listening at an ungodly <laughs> hour where you cannot order pizza. Like, we. Like the mistake we are making. We are talking that about food true. at almost midnight. It's not <laughs> our fault.
0: 22 really loved her pizza in the movie. And we could relate. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, I also love that treatment. Going back to what Angela said when we, when Joe was talking to his mom. So mm-hmm. he's just stuck in the cat body. And then Joe's, you know, 22 essentially. But I love the treatment of how, you know, Joe's trying to tell 22 what to say. Through the meowing, of the cat, but because for some reason they could understand each other. And then when he finally gets to real talk with his mom, you see this like camera movement, and it's suddenly it's actually Joe talking in his body, telling mm-hmm. his mom yeah. what he really feels, and it's just so sincere. And it's like, oh, galeng. Yes.
2: Oh, going back, going back, to I know to to what we mentioned earlier before the spoiler parts. One of my favorite parts, because it's really are. Or one of my favorite characters is the the sign spinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the sign spinner so,
2: it, played by Graham Norton. <laughs> yes. So that, that what, what was that place for um, the great in the great before? If your the souls become lost souls, like I said, the rules the rules of that um material like, world. What's it
0: called? It's like an in between. The in between. So I don't remember, if if, <laughs> if a
2: soul doesn't find its spark or couldn't mm-hmm. find can't find its passion, you know, and they. they inadvertently become um lost souls, correct? Mm-hmm. If yes. I remember correctly, they become lost souls. So they become these, you know, these rock-like, golem-like creatures that that wander this the in-between aimlessly, not mm-hmm. knowing what their, their purpose is. Along comes this ship, this ethereal ship with three souls <laughs> in it. <laughs> and, and Graham, Graham Norton. <laughs> and Graham Norton is in it.
0: Which makes so you much know, sense
2: to me. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> uh, the, you find out later in the movie that he's actually a New Yorker mm-hmm. who he's like who an old who, hippie. who does um who has um out of body experiences or who goes to the astral plane while he's you know starts spinning his sign so that's yeah, his meditation because, it's pretty funny but I like that's that that's such a
1: that, New York
0: thing too can I just yep. say yeah that sign spinner <laughs>
1: yeah oh and his name is Moonwind
2: Moonwind
1: there you go. <laughs> he's Moonwind <an> old hippie
2: <laughs> when Joe sees him in New York. The owner of the employer just goes, get up! He's
0: busy, he's working and everything. Trying to send Joe away. <laughs> he's paying him by the hour or something. <laughs> I, I like that Joe... I mean, that... that, that What was his name? Moonwing? Moonwind. Moon-win Moon-win gets to go to the in-between when he's in the zone, when he's just spinning his sign and he's in his <laughs> moment, you know? Because like the that's in-between, is so just, it's not quite heaven. It's not quite the great before. It's not even purgatory. It's just this other worldly state. And it just made so much sense to me that that's where you go when you're in the zone.
2: Mm-hmm. But and yeah. Like you even know, I,
0: Joe, I, Joe goes there when he plays his jazz.
2: I, I like I like the the representation of, of what it is if you're soul who can't find any purpose because it looks like a desert you know and and the in a desert is somewhere where you, where you can get lost and you wander aimlessly until you get found so that's I that's know. a pretty cool concept of what the in between was like so many mm-hmm. layers
1: yeah. I don't know it's like we're peeling onions or something which mm-hmm. makes sense because this movie made us cry
2: yeah Speaking of onions yeah it did yes yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> a lot of ninja cutting onions. Is- Seriously, the the fact that it all that, I mean, it it comes down to Joe learning that that one thing that you're super ultra mega passionate about, the thing that gives you your spark, your reason for being, that it doesn't have to be your life's purpose. Uh And that's okay.
1: I love that. I was like,
0: what the hell? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Damn movie. (laughs) (laughs) Damn
1: movie. I also love that conversation in the barbershop. Where yeah. um his yes. neighborhood barber, he had goals for himself, mm-hmm. and he yeah. wanted to be this. Uh, what a did vet. he want to vet? Yeah, a vet. A he vet. To be a vet. He wanted to be a vet. He wanted to be successful. But then when Joe asks him, like, "Oh, so you're here now?" The uh, that I feel sorry for yeah. you because you're not happy. You're probably not happy here. And he's it, like, "What it, are you it talking about?" I'm...
2: It wasn't Joe. It was twenty two in Joe's body. Oh yeah,
1: twenty two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so he's like, "No, I'm perfectly happy where I am. Like things." Life didn't lead me to that dream of mine, but I'm perfectly fine just talking to people, mm-hmm. making them look good and feel good mm-hmm. with their hair, and that's enough. It's like yep. It's like I, life does lead us to those weird bats. W- one of the <laughs> one of the
2: best conversations in this movie, aside from that and the mom, is also the conversation that Twenty Two had with Joe's student when she came to visit. Oh
1: yeah. I yeah. love that. When
2: too. she said that she was about to quit. She was gonna um, quit music. Music class. Because mm-hmm. she did apparently didn't like it. It's such a familiar, it's such a familiar conversation to have that you think you don't like it and you don't like it, and then you eventually say you give it a second thought and you say no, I actually like it. I love doing this. You know, it's so mm-hmm. simple, but it's so simple and so intimate. But it's but it's so effective, it's so real. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Man, this movie uh, just, just hit add home on so many times.
0: Part about the barbershop conversation. What I especially loved about it was that the barber was so grateful that he could share that aspect of himself Yeah the person that he thought was Joe. And he was asked, how come you never said that stuff before? And the barber just says, well, you never asked asked before. (laughs) Thank you for asking today. I am like, wow, this movie. I mean, like, 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 let's think about it. There are people that you could see your entire life. You could see them every day and you don't know anything about them. It just takes the least little effort to just... Ask them about themselves. Mm-hmm. And huh. you, you, know, you can be surprised at what you find. And I love how the movie uh, presented that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised with what you find
2: and how you'd make them feel afterwards, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a strong, very strong and powerful message.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: In the it's same so way simple.
0: That, 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 that Joe, he, it was when he wasn't trying to mess with 22 or manipulate 22 for his own gains that 22 really discovered what the hell the meaning of life was well, for mm-hmm. her or what was important to her. Uh,
2: it, probably on a personal note, one of my takeaways from this movie is you know, when you focus on the relationships you have with different people, maybe that's how you find meaning in, in your life. Yeah. Because I think this is how Joe... It, this is what mattered to Joe in the end after mm-hmm. he, he was Absolutely. able to, to, to go through what he really wanted to his entire mm-hmm. life only to find out that he, there was something missing.
0: Mm-hmm. In and then,
2: that he yeah, yeah. In the and in, sorry sorry Ooh, um what? in that he he missed um he missed something or he couldn't find it because he, only to realize that he wanted to help out you know somebody who was a nuisance at first and eventually turned out to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I also
1: love the part where he okay he goes back to Earth he gets to go back to his body and play for this band that he's been dying to play for. And then afterwards, okay, this is what he's been fighting for. That's… Wh- oh, this is why… This is the big reason why I want to get back to my body. This is right. why… This movie. is my big break. And when he gets there and he finally gets to play… And then afterwards, he's like, oh, that's it? Because mm-hmm. that happens to so many people. Like, you… you Think your entire life you're working towards something, but then when you finally get it, you're never really satisfied. Mm-hmm. And that that's like I'll a never
2: be cycle. satisfied. Oh no. Oh, Miss Angelica <laughs> Skyler. Alex <Alexander laughs> Hamilton.
0: Please check out our Hamilton episode also on oh the shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. Not yeah. even a segue there.
1: <laughs> but sorry. But seriously, this is a vicious cycle so many people go through in life which is why they never seem to be satisfied. They just like keep reaching higher and higher and higher goals, which is not bad in a way because yes, you're doing something for yourself that you wanted. Yes. But
2: on the flip side of that,
1: yeah, at it, the same it, time it's it,
2: mm, it's it, not it's also why a lot of people are depressed. Yeah. You know, it's why depression happens. It's, I but thought want. you know of that
0: also I think comes from the fact that a lot of what we perceive to be success is what other people tell us. So that what you chase these goals, these dreams, or these things that society says that you need, that you have to have, that you have to accomplish, need to do. And at the end of the day, when you get there, when you do them, you <laughs> see them, you feel them, you're like, that's it. Yeah. Uh, there has to be something else. Mm-hmm. And the uh, that reminds me I mean it's echoed a little bit in this movie but something that I usually tell people on their birthdays honestly is I I, I wish them like may you live every day of your life and I came away from this movie I I found out this whole movie was about that you know that sometimes Mm -hmm. people are so far up their own butt trying to win the rat race that they forget about all the little things along the way the the
2: little things that count
0: like pizza
1: <laughs> no, but the, it or was like so, leaves if, falling from exactly, the Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going like to say how that. Sunlight hits the pavement. That That's was my uh... next answer
0: after <laughs> pizza.
2: <laughs> how the vents work in New York.
1: <laughs> or music, just listening to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. Uh, so <laughs> now we're all like so introspective. This is such I a just, good movie. Uh.
2: No, but, you know, the story is so simple. It the layer, and then the but the layers are so, it's just so many layers to this movie. You know, from the conversations that Joe has, the mundane conversations he would have, but it was actually 22, man, so much depth. And the focus on the relationships he had with people, like one, the student, um, his, his, his young student, the one who wants to quit, his old student, the one who gave him the gig, his mm-hmm. mom, even the barber, it, it it just spoke volumes, you know, like about how how relationships can actually help you find yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't discount, don't burn bridges with people just because you can't find any answers you're looking for from them. But when you actually revisit those relationships and you actually have a decent conversation with them, it's actually then that you actually find something mm-hmm. or you realize something about yourself.
0: Um. Can, can I can I just bring something up? I mean, I mean, we're sure. winding down and all, but um, what do you guys think? Because some people, with I don't know if they, I don't know if this is a well, you tell me. There are some people on the internet who think that this movie is bad for people of color because the main character, who is a person of color, spends ninety percent of the movie not as a person of color. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, Their souls. So should it matter
0: that not? I'm with you. I, I think that, you know, this is a movie about people. You know, um, this is a movie about characters. I mean, they could be pink, yellow, green, blue, whatever. Um, I think it told a very universal story.
2: I think it, you shouldn't focus on people of color because whatever, whatever skin tone you have... Um, this movie, uh, this movie is applicable for everyone, regardless what national nationality you have, you have or what, what race you you have. I think I I don't know. I I didn't think it was
0: such a big thing. I don't know. I think some people on the internet just like stamping on things that other people like. They have nothing better to do but to be negative.
1: I don't mm-hmm. really want to speak on that because I am not a person of color. Uh, well, I am a person of color. I'm a- I'm Asian, but like uh, in terms of um like what they were saying probably the african-american community i'm not a part of that community and if they Mm -hmm. have like problems with that i would rather have somebody of that race to explain if if that person feels that way that yeah i'm not Mm -hmm. okay with that then i would like to hear from them but i don't i'd rather hear it from them than like random people on the internet i i I agree what's your opinion
2: i i agree (laughs) i i totally agree with that um I think if they're looking for a representation, then that should be them explaining that, not mm-hmm. not not people... Not, not, people not, taking up their cause for them. Not Facebook comments, not not tweets or anything hating on the movie for that. I think it should should be from people.
0: I think yeah. a lot of... <laughs> and the funny thing is that a lot of these comments, they came out even before the movie came out. So, you know... I yeah, think just, some people... They just wanted some something people to complain over-reapt. about.
1: Some people don't really... Some people say their opinion before they really watch it or get the context of it because yeah. what I got from it at least that it was a very rich um uh representation well at least what Joe had in his current life in mm-hmm. his present life it was it was very telling like the whole barbershop culture mm-hmm. that's that even jazz in general is very uh, very african american dominant so i i was glad to see that part of their culture and I appreciated it more, and that's the good thing I take out of this movie that yes, it's different, at least it's not white people anymore, but yeah. and at least I learned something new about different
2: cultures, and that's what uh, and I appreciate about exactly. it exactly on that level, it's a bit it's um uh you know other than it being entertaining it's it was a bit you know educational you know mm-hmm. it was somehow a glimpse of what that culture was like, which. Which is one of the best things in this movie, you know. It mm-hmm. added to to the feel of of reality, uh, you know. When when they're when they were stuck in New York, which mm-hmm. I, I did mention that that you know no other movie has made um, or represented New York in in uh, probably as good as as this, like any mm-hmm. other animated movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So so there's a little like brief deep dive of what 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 takes place in a normal day in, in New York. And um, the best
1: part about it is that you you get interested in it. Like you get a taste of it and you want to learn more about it after watching this movie. Because that just... Yep. Oh, this is how this um this whole culture makes Joe's life different or interesting. And you want to learn more about it. So I think that's a yep. plus side to it. Yeah. At yeah. least absolutely. you're more
2: aware.
0: For, yeah. for my part, I mean... Um, you're absolutely right, MJ. That... Probably none of us is qualified to speak to the African American yes. experience. Um, whether or not you know this is an accurate representation, whether it's a derogatory representation or not. What what I did enjoy about it was, and um, I'm probably gonna get crucified for this, is that at least at least the movie is trying more than I've seen in a lot of animated mm. movies of mm-hmm. And the fact that what you said absolutely makes sense that if this gets other people inspired to learn more or to you know think about things a different way about their neighbors, then maybe that's a good thing. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I think that it's um, it all comes down to I can forgive Pixar for making stuff like Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Cars 2 over planes.
1: planes. Planes. They didn't make
0: that. Didn't make that. Disney oh. TV did that. Oh, okay. No, no. They released movies. No, that Disney TV division did that. Look it up. Uh, it, it wasn't Pixar. That's why I never count those. those okay, fine.
1: Cars 2. Cars but 2 then.
0: Cars 2. You know, stuff like Cars 2 or Monsters University. Uh, they're the I kind of movies even watch that, that other studios make. They're fun while you're watching them. You forget about them when you leave the cinema. But at the end of the day, I understand and I respect whether or not I like it, that Pixar has to make crap like that in order... <sighs> <laughs> to make meaningful, experimental, impactful films like this one, and I am grateful for it.
1: Yeah, and um, well, going back to the race thing, it's not, it's it's a it's a thing we've struggled well for the longest time, as early as we can remember. So I don't think it's gonna be that easy to make a film that's so perfectly mm-hmm. politically correct because mm-hmm. it's baby steps. It doesn't, y- yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, Equality people, doesn't come overnight. And, and so will, will have, the output. It it won't either. Yeah. But it's a good step. Yep.
2: And, the
0: fact and regardless
2: that, of when you're going to do a movie such as this, people will have varied opinions anyway.
0: Yeah. Regardless and of which. The, the, fact that, the fact that the studio has to have multiple billion-dollar movies under their belt before they could even attempt to put an African-American in the lead role. I mean, on the one hand, good for them that that they 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 took the effort and, and but on the other hand um, on the other hand i think it also says a lot about the people out there that something like this was even seen as a risk in the first place yeah so i guess i get where some people are coming from where they're just they're just triggered by nature just by just by the very idea of it but i think if they watch the movie um then they really get what it's trying to say that they can appreciate it for, for what it is. And it's a great story about people. Again, what Anjo said, regardless of color, regardless of race, this is a great story about life. Everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, honestly, at first, when I saw the trailer, I was like, eh, Yeah, it looked okay, like mate, just mate, another mate. buddy comedy. Right? You know? and then, Blue blobs. Like, onward. Well, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Onward was just okay. It wasn't terrible. It was whelming. It wasn't well, great either. It was overwhelmed. It, was, it, was, it okay. was gimmicky. It was gimmicky. But it movie. didn't push the gimmicks far enough. It was just that, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. It's not like Cars 3. Cars 3 was great. I actually you know.
0: like Cars 3. That one it, was about growing old. I did not expect yep. that. It was a also movie a about time when. cars.
2: It was also a time <laughs> when Kobe wasn't doing so well in the Lakers anymore.
0: Wait, was Kobe in. Curse three?
2: No, I'm just saying it alluded to you know <laughs> retiring athletes. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: Angel will always find a way to bring it back to the Lakers somehow. I know. I was like,
0: where is this? Where is this coming so sh- from? <laughs> Sorry, Kobe. Yeah. Are, are you saying Curse Three is about Kobe?
2: <laughs> I wish.
0: Cachao?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Ka-ka-chiga. Oh wait, that's Chick Hicks. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I just can't unhear Owen Wilson anymore.
0: Uh, wow! 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 And I,
2: did you guys see that video where they replaced all the laser sounds from from stormtroopers firing them with, with Cardi of, B? With a, with a yeah. no. no, 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 no. There's a yeah. Cardi B uh, no, They so replaced know. they replaced the lightsaber sounds with Owen Wilson saying wow, wow 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 wow. 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 <laughs> Wow. That's
1: funny. So uh, anything else you guys want Yeah. Uh, Closing thoughts on Soul. Favorite parts?
2: Best movie of 2020 for me. I... I also
1: think this is perfect. It was, I'm not sure if they really intended it for a 2020 release or they just happened to release it because they felt like, oh, this is the perfect film for this time. But it's very timely in a sense that 2020 was a shitty year for a lot of us. And all of our lives were put on hold because of the lockdowns, because of the pandemic and safety. And a lot of people kind of went on this downward spiral feeling that, oh, no, my life is on hold. I had so many plans. I had so many things I wanted to do with my life. But now I can't do it because I'm stuck here at home trying to be safe. And it's perfect. It's a perfect message because it's telling people to calm down and be like, it's okay. Just live. It's okay if you don't reach those big dreams as long as you're breathing you find ways to make yourself content and fulfilled and happy even in the simplest things whatever that is that could be in your house it could be a movie it could be like playing with your dog anything at all but it's just forcing you to focus on the simpler things to just be happy and okay with not going on big adventures and big uh, dreams or whatnot like so it's perfect for people in this
2: year, I think the, I think MJ said that perfectly. I don't think I can add anything to that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best summary.
0: I don't know how I'm gonna come after that. Wait, hold on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. Gonna it's end true with that. though, right? I'm sure you guys felt that way. you get
0: closing
1: thoughts? But I'm sure, well, felt two, <laughs> but I'm sure no. people felt that way, right? Because you're like, oh no, what
2: do I do with my life? Because it's so beautiful in the outro the AMG. I'm going to listen You
0: already so, had your chance. Your last words were whatever they were. I forgot them because hers was so good. <laughs> yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say sorry. Don't say sorry. No, that was great. I that was Honestly, great. that was great. Ah, uh, PV paki replay
2: na lang nito. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, can you manipulate that into Misha's voice?
2: No. <laughs> oh. Okay, not I'm gonna
0: Chewbacca. try and to add to it. I'm not gonna try and top it because I don't think I can. <laughs> um, for me personally, um, I've seen lots of movies that tell you. I've read lots of stories. I've seen lots of movies where they tell the the the, the theme. Of the story is to, um, you know. Ah! <laughs> <Can I go? laughs> my microphone To fell. what? To scream? I'm gonna ah! do that again. Okay, sorry. So I- I've seen lots nope, of Please movies. include this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the meaning of my life: screaming. No, but okay. I've seen I've seen lots of movies. I've read lots of stories where the theme or the moral, the takeaway, is supposed to be about. You know, um, savoring the little things in life. Don't let things go too fast because you miss what's really important, what's in front of you. And that was even the theme of Cars One. <laughs> but um, why for is it me, Cars? Why does it all go back to Cars? I know it's like one of their best with three, and I guess arguably one, and also one of their worst with two. But never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really hate two. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like. I don't yeah, hate We figured. That, like- yeah. We figured. Well. <laughs> Uh, so, so lots of stories like that, but for me, my main takeaway, what really just had me bawling my eyes out in this movie was, um, when they make you realize that the things that you're passionate about, the things that you love, the things that give you your spark, that even if you don't end up doing those things as your purpose or as your, your reason for living, um, and you're not a failure and that's okay. Because there's still much joy to be found, what MJ said, in the little things, and life is best lived appreciating those. Because life is not a race, Misha. Sure. No, it's not. It's and bad. sometimes, you know, you don't need to win every award. You don't need to be published in the biggest of, you know, publications or whatever. You don't need to have all the credit in the world. Sometimes, you know, just a ray of sunshine that warms you up, or A slice of pizza that makes your day.
2: Everybody, everybody. (laughs) A slice of pizza. pizza. A slice of pizza will make everyone's day, Misha.
0: Pizza is nice. so what's wrong with what I said?
2: Even, (laughs) it's too obvious.
0: I can't (laughs) go for the emotional hook because MJ already got it. I'm just going with, (laughs) you know, food. Ending. Yeah, can we just edit it so she closes the episode so that we don't look like assholes for trying to follow? No, I want us to sound like assholes because okay, it makes
2: us funny. Especially not, you. It,
1: again, Misha, it's not a competition. It's and not a okay. race.
2: It's okay. You don't, you don't have to have the best closing, ouch, closing, <laughs> closing speech for our podcast, Misha. I
0: am not. <laughs> I just like pizza. Uh, yes. Mm,
2: pizza. <laughs> Maybe what? I don't know. Ah,
1: okay. Oh, so thanks for coming to our Ted Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. No, oh shit. So Soul is kind of like a giant Ted talk represented as a fictional comedic story. Oh
0: no, it's not. Sorry. Okay. No, I I <laughs> you, know, okay. you tried. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't the one who tried with pizza though. I wasn't trying with pizza. I was just talking about pizza <laughs> but really everyone to watch th- the perfect reason to watch this movie is everything mj said yes <laughs> and pizza and <laughs> pizza <sighs> i thank you guys i really want pizza now okay fine the next recording we're all going to have pizza let's all agree to bring pizza yay and hot sauce and hot sauce and hot, 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 that? hot, hot sauce. sauce hot sauce hot sauce House. 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 Gilbert, plant Yes. Uh, For those of okay. you wondering about House, please listen to our Home oh Alone episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shameless plug. I'm not good at segues at all.
1: Okay. But yeah, thanks guys for, for listening to this episode. Um, let us know what you thought about soul. What parts made you cry. And how much of an existential crisis you're probably in already. Or actually, it, it doesn't encourage it. Eh. Like it cancels out the existential crisis. Eh, if ever. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like, yeah, oh, it's okay. It's Because if ever you find yourself in a just watch that movie.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there. Hope you enjoyed this deep conversation (laughs) about
0: life it's a deep dive into a self-help movie it is a self-help movie it It is I'm gonna watch it again this week with pizza (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) okay let's talk about
1: it on our Facebook group check it out it's Saboteurs We Like Movies if you wanna join just feel free we'll let you in as long as you're not an asshole
0: (laughs) see that was a segue Anjo we have to learn how to do that (laughs) Uh, Radio DJ by train. (laughs) She does this every day. Right. She's like, fucking amateurs, these two. Why do I I put up with these idiots? (laughs) Like her page. Yes, please like her page. Join our group.
1: Let's talk movies and share stupid memes. And maybe (laughs) next time it won't be as heavy.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bye. (laughs) We have been the Subo Tours. This is a big baby production. We are your hosts. I'm Misha. I'm MJ. And I'm Anjo. Tell us what you like about soul. We'll see you next week.
2: Food for the soul. Pizza pizza. for the soul.
1: Mm. Insert (laughs) jazz here. Okay, that was bad. No, no.
0: You can make any sound you want. It is jazz. Yeah, it's like (laughs)
1: scatting.
2: (laughs) Why don't you try scatting?
1: Oh, Jason Mraz is
2: really good at that. (laughs) Brr, brr, pizza. <laughs> Is that
0: a sign for us to play Call of Duty? Brr, brr, brr.
2: <laughs> that's a segue you know, from scatting Call of Duty.
0: I don't think it's a segue if you call it out as a segue. <laughs>
2: uh, that's, that's the segue. <laughs>